Okay, today's year we learned Daf Yud Chet, and uh, and I introduced yesterday. But let's just go over it again. So let's go back to Yud Zayin bed at the end. It says Amar Abba Amar Rebbe Bon Bar Chia Shnei Goim Shasu Shnei Kamim Bichalku. So we've got two Goim that made dough b'shutafut together with Shnei Kamim. That means each of them was less than a cup. Then they divided it. Then they were mitgayer. Then they were sifu, and they add to that dough. We say the zel shalom, the zel shalom. We said they're both chayavim bechala. Why shloy ashat chobatov niftaru? We said because it was never at a shat chiyuv that it could be considered pater. It wasn't like it was a single goy's full dough of five quarter kalv that was then then he converted. No, each of them was less than the chiyuv, and therefore they never hit a shat chiyuv. Therefore, if they convert now, add to that dough, there was never a point where it was pater. So therefore, now we say it's, now we say it's chayav. However, Shnei Israelim, we saw interestingly, you are two Israelim that combine together to make dough together. And we said that even though the, it's dove in Israel and it's the shear of Chala, nonetheless, we said if someone makes dough, it's pato. So therefore, now if they then mechalek and then they mosif, since it already had a zman that, it, that, that, that since when it was sort of rolled into dough, it was already pato then because it was aldat lechalek. Then we say, even if you add to that dough, it's nifteru. That was the chidush we saw in yesterday's year at the end of it. Now the Gemara asks, what if you've got Israel that made dough b'shutafut? Each, um, together it's shnei kav, and each have a kav share. Split, and then they added to their dough, to each reach this, the chiyuv now. So, the chilek of Israel is definitely going to be chayev, because it was never... Like his shear was never a shear of chal that was going to be pator. It's not like a case where it was two kav and that will adat lechalek and therefore it was pator. His shear was never got to the chiyuv, so therefore we say he'd be chayev to do. Um, he'd, he'd be chayev to now separate chala. Now we ask, what about the goy? Now do we say a reader of Chaim chalko shal goy mesafkeluhu lagmar dil mechashiv shehayala shat chova? Maybe for the goy we consider like a shat chova. Why should Ayah shutaf the Israel because he was a mashutaf in Israel, which who's a barchiv? That's like the havamina of the Gemara. Okay, so therefore, if he converts and he adds it, maybe should be patul. So the Gemara says, well, that's that's kind of ridiculous because you've sort of you've sort of you've you've been mechalik in this situation and forgot and not sort of looking at the two different sides of what you're doing because what you're doing is essentially going to be contradicting yourself. In other words, says, Israel. you're trying to say that the chelik of the goy should be chayev because it was mishtatav with the Israel. But then we said, but then what will be the result? But we're saying the chelik of Israel anyway is going to be chayev if he's mosif to it. Because that was the first part. The first part said, ah, vada the chelkosh Israel if he's going to be mosif because he was mishtatav with a goy. Therefore, it had, didn't have a shear of his man that would be pato. Therefore, it's going to be mosif, it would be chayev. So, how can you say the Yitzchak to be chayev? But because the goy is mishtatev with him, and then he took his chelek and then converted to be pato, it doesn't make sense. You, 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 the, the, even the suggestion is self contradictory. Okay, that's the idea. Okay, now I'm going to show you, show you this section. I'm just share the screen here so we can appreciate what's happening with Shita Rebbe Akiva. Okay, because Rabbi Akiva says as follows. If you remember, the Mishnah says, We said when it came to a guy who was converting, if, if according to Rabbi Akiva, even if he converted after he was after Gilgul uh, Isa, even after the dough was already fully formed, 
But nonetheless, it was the krima happened. It was crusted over in the oven when he was in Israel. He'd be chayven hafrashat achala. That's what we said, Rabbi Kiva. And I said to you at the time that it sounds like you would assume from here that Rabbi Kiva is of the opinion that he's cholak complete with chachamim. What is manchiu chala? Not gilgul issa, but rather krima batanu. But as I said to you, the Rishami doesn't understand that way. As it says as follows, Chavraya b'shem Rebbe Lazar says, Modre b'yikiv l'chachamim b'isa hediot shegilgul tibulo. Meaning that Rebbe Kiv is not cholek with the chachamim with respect to other mishnas below. For example, you can eat a snack from the dough until gemar malacha, and gemar malacha there was when that was gilgul isa. So in other words, if you wanted to say he was mamash, went at Sofa Derech with this, uh, with this opinion that really it's got to do with Krima Batanur, then you should be able to snack until Krima Tatanur. We don't see that. We see clearly that he holds, the, it's the first point Rebbe Lazar says, that he gives a chachamim that the Gemara Malachai is when the dough is needed. Okay, we have to answer Rebbe Kiva in a second. And Rebbe Hila B'Shem Rebbe Lazar says, Similarly, Rebbe Kiva agrees that with the other mission we also learned that if the, the dough was needed Rishut Hekdesh. Remember, someone was makdish their the wheat or flour or early stage dough. Then the gizbar needed to fully into dough and it was potted. Since the Zman Chiyuv was Gilgula, that was Gilgul Isar, then um, it would be patur because that happened Rishut Hekdesh. You wouldn't have to separate Chala. Okay? And Rabbi Kiva agrees with that. Now, how do we understand Shid Rabbi Kiva? And if you recall, we actually saw this re- previously. We saw this is back on Magamarat stuff, Yod Zion. Uh, Amod Bet, which is probably yours, your Amod Bet, exactly. Um, and we saw we saw the, the same opinion with Rabbi Kiva with a Sfina as well. That if a Sfina is coming in, and um, and we said that as a boat's coming in, if the Krima Batanur, even if the giggle happens outside, but the Krima Batanur happens inside, then we say that this is, then, then we say because he's, he, according to him, it's dependent on the location, then we'd say that it'd be Chayev because he goes by Krima Batanur there. So how does that work? And that's because I just, that if you recall, there were two different um, contradictory psukim. On one pasuk said it's a rishot harisot achem that has got to do with Gilgul isa. Nachon. So, uh, so that's how we understand. Okay, fine. Um, that's uh, that's that's koveya. That's when you can like have a snack from it. However, there's another pasuk that says that implies when something lechem, not when it's dough, <laughs> when it's crusted over in the oven. So, so the way the Shuta Rashba explains it, he says the two psukim will talk about two different situations. The first pasuk talks about when Lechma Aretz, we're talking about whether Tfua is Gadla Bechiyuv. We're talking about produce of in Israel. When do we say it reaches Man Chiyuv? Until when can you snack from it? Or if it, if it becomes Rishot Hekdesh, when's it Patur? That's the first pasuk, which is Rishot Arisot Echem. However, we've got another pasuk that comes to teach us these other cases. Lechem Aretz comes to teach us where it's say Lechem Anoch, like either came from Chutz Aretz belongs to a Goy. We find out that there's an extra Zman bit later on that if that occurred, Bereshit Israel, even though it's, it, despite the fact its beginnings was like um, the produce of Anochri or produce Chutz we have another Zman where it can be Chayib Mechala. That's how we understand Shira Bikiva going to Roshami, has Miyash, and, and the reason why he Mechalik, because he got two, two apparently contradictory Pesukim. Okay? And anyway, that's a bit of a um, background to explain Rebbe Kiva. But in any event, we can see on the right hand side, uh, just so we don't lose track of what the focus of Gemara is now, is that. That Rabbi Akiva agrees with the Chachamim that Gilgul, if it's Gilgul Veshrut Hekdesh, if it's needed together, Shrut Hekdesh, it'll be part of Mchala. Okay? Now, Kahana Amar, Div Rabbi Kiva, Einuruch Boter Bemakom Hekdesh. What's he's talking about? Now, this relates to Mishnah Mesech Manach, which I placed in the sheet down the bottom left. It says, 
This is talking about what happens with the um, with the Omer, Korban Omer. They would grind it, they would sift it, they're getting the Saron out of, they the, the pass through three sifters, um, the sieves or the like, and it says, Vahashar nifta, and the rest of them can redeem and anyone can eat it. Um, okay, it's chayven chala because now it's turned into dough. This is chachamim when it's bereshut bereshut hediot, so therefore it's chayven chala. However, because the miruach hakri happened bereshut hekdesh when you were harvesting the omer, therefore it's patum mitrumas amasra. Okay, that's that's shirachachamim. However, Rabbi Kiva is mechay bechala uba masra. He's chayven chala in masra. Now, sorry, Kahana says there. Why is that the case? Why is that? What should Rabbi Kiva? That's because he says, Ein miruach poter hektesh. Meaning, even if miruach occurred, Bereshut hektesh, Rabbi Kiva says, that, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't exempt it. Okay, you hear? So that is, that is Shita Rabbi Kiva. No, that's why Kana explains Shita Rabbi Kiva. So the Gemara says, Amar, Amar paligal Leazar. So you can see on the right and left hand side of the page, they cholak on one another. Why? I'll explain it outside before we read it in the Gemara. Because Rebbe Lazar says that what? If Gilgul Bereshut Hekdesh, if it's needed all thoroughly through Rishut Hekdesh, you're patur from Hafrashat Achala. So you see, being Rishut Hekdesh would exempt it. But if you smooth, now if you go to the left side of the page, however, this produce is smoothed over Bereshut Hekdesh, it's patur, it's, it's, it, not, it doesn't help you. It's still chayven trumasamasra, according to Rebbe Kiva. The way you kind of understand Shita Rabbi Kiva. So Rabbi Lazar's understanding of Rabbi Kiva and, and Kahana's understanding of Rabbi Kiva are, uh, can't, can't work together. That's the assumption of the Gemara. Now, there are two assumptions here. One is that Chala and Truma Samasras are the same. And the second one assumption is that, which we've been assuming till now anyway, is Gilgul is like Miroch HaKri. Both, they, they're both equivalent in terms of Gemara Malacha. Okay? So that's why the Gemara says, Hada de Kahana Palagar al Rabbi Lazar. Why man dama gilgul poter amiruach poter? Man dama ain gilgul poter amiruach poter. They seem to should go back to hand in hand. If gilgul is poter, then miruach should be poter, and if gilgul is not poter, it should be poter. Okay, that is so. That that's why we're saying that kana can't work with Rebbe uh, with Rebbe Lazar's their understandings of Rebbe Akiva. However, Baram Karabanan, Shidrabanan, we find that uh, there's a they 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 are mechalek. It says poter birushut hagoi. What's it talking? I'll read you It says, uh, sorry, it should be Gilgul. Yeah, Gilgul's Potter Bershotagoi. That's when you need, if it's needed together, Bershotagoi. Okay, this is the dough. Then it's Pato. We've already seen this. That's been a Mishnah. However, if the pile smoothed over Bershotagoi, then it's not Potter. You have to insert the word Ein Hamiruach Potter Bershotagoi. Now, why is that? I'll read you. Um, Oh, we're going to explain. Uh, where do we see this? I'll see it. Reb Chaim says it's a mission in Demai. And there it says, you can master Mishal Israel, al shal nochri, vishal nochri, al shal goy. You can mafrish from the produce of a goy on that of an Israel, and Israel back on a goy. Right? And normally you can only mafrish min achayev and achayev, nachon. Behind the time of Shum, why? Desfiralid, ain kinyang legoy lafkiyamed maeser, ain miruach hanochri poter. Okay? That is because. He holds that the ain kinyan legoi, meaning that uh, the fact that the land is owned by a goy, in er- if it's in er- if it's in Israel, it doesn't matter if it's owned by a goy, it's still chayven trumasamastro. Okay, so therefore the miracle goy won't help. So now what the Gemara says, okay, but you see Rabban on a contradictory Gilgul is potter, but of a goy, but miruch is not potter. 
How does that work? Meaning when it comes to Chiyuv if he rolls a dough and it's reshut, then it's, then it's exempt. However, uh, you'd assume that they'd go hand in hand. We've been, uh, we've been assuming that both Chala and Trumas Masha are the, are the same in this, in, in this sense. So Gemara says, no. This is where now we understand the Chachamim Machalik between Chala and Trumas Masha. Why? When it comes to Trumas um, Masha, the Torah says, Meaning, or anything mizera ha'aret. I don't care who owns the land. That's chayiv and trumot ha'masrot. Special din. So we so the Gemara says, but hacha late k'tiv melechem ha'aretz. But also you've got this a similar wording by chala. Also says melechem ha'aretz. So why should the the dough of a goy be chayiv in in uh, chala? So the Gemara says no, because by the language by chala it says melechem ha'aretz, melechem v'lekolechem. So the Torah already differentiates. It says. When it comes to Trumas Amasra, the way Chachamim are explaining, or the way the Gemara is explaining Shil Chachamim now, is since it says that Vechom Asaretz Mizera Aretz, you know, it ain't Kinyan Lagoy Lafkia Mignei Trumas Amasra, that anything that grows in Israel, no matter who it's owned by, it's Chayven Trumas Amasra. So it doesn't matter if the Goy harvests it and smooths over the pile, it's going to be Chayven Trumas Amasra. Ah, Fachala, why is it different? That's because it's Milechem Aretz. It's only the dough of a Jew that's Chayven Hafrashat Achala. Okay. Now the Gemara says, if that's the case, then what? Now that we've understand that there's grounds to mechalik between chala and trumas and masron, I am feeling delete hada dekana paligrav lazar. What we have on our page is not necessarily mechalket anymore. They both might be agreeing with each other's position. You understand Shita Rabbi Kiva? Why? Kamad Rabbanan Amrim, just like we said, Shita Rabbanan Gilgul Potter Bishuta Goy, but in Miroach Potter Bishuta Goy, just we said Shita Chachamim that they can say the Gilgul's Potter Miroach is not Potter, which we've just been explaining. When it comes to Chalai for Shita Goy, it's Potter, but if it's uh, if it's if the Miroach happens Bishuta Goy, it still be high won't help you. Can Rabbi Akiva Omer? So to Rabbi Akiva could say with Shita Rabbi Akiva that now we're changing a few words. Gilgul Potter Bishut Hekdesh, which is Rebelez's understanding over here, that we says Gilgala Potra. And also it's no contradiction to say which is Rabbi Akiva over here within Shita, which is Kahana, sorry, which is In other words, there's reasons just as we were able to machalik between Truma Samasra and Chala with respect to being the property of a Goy means in terms of Chiyuva Pator. So too, we do the same thing with Rabbi Kiva and then Rebbe Lazar and, and Kana and Cholakam. Okay? That's that. Okay. Set it. That's Halacha. I will say Isa Minachitu Mina Ores. We've seen this before. It was this actually very in the, near the beginning of the Masechta we learned this together. It says, if you make dough from wheat and, and rice, Im Yesh Batam Dagan, if it has the taste of, you can taste the um, the, the, the wheat, then it's Chayv Bechala. And we've said, what we explain when you start a Masechta is we said that's because it's nigra, which is a, quite a chiddush, by the way, because what it means is that almost like the um, the wheat becomes like, sorry, the, the, the rice becomes like the wheat itself. And you have to mafrish for the entire mixture, okay? Which is, um, I think, uh, sort of in the Farshim Mishnah, not everyone agrees with this, but clearly the, the, this idea of Shami understood. We saw this when you started a Masechta. There's nigra, it's almost like the rice turns into wheat and you have to do that material pressure from it. Similarly, you are one would if they made matzah from this mixed rice and wheat 
uh, matzot that have the taste of dagan, taste of wheat, then it would be you'd be able to fill your chiyuv in Pesach with that matzah. Ve'ein botam dagan, if you cannot taste it, it just tastes like rice bread or whatever it is. Ein chayvim bechala, it would be rice bread. You're not chayv to do half rashi bechala. Ve'ein adam yosei yedei chavatu Pesach, and you're not fulfilled. You would not have fulfilled your obligation. And we saw here with just a just a jog your memory a bit. We saw in the beginning whether that is only specific, the only things we're talking about here is specifically wheat and rice, or whether other minim might also apply. We saw that the, the debate um, really all the way back in the beginning. Okay, let's continue to, in the mission now. Anyway, Hanotel Soor Meisa Shalom Mechalata. You take soor, which is like sourdough, which is a stara, a leavening agent. Meisa Shalom Mechalata. That chala hasn't been hasn't done a frasha from it yet. So it's really chala. And you place it in dough in which chala has already been separated. What do you do? So if you have other dough that hasn't had chala separated, then you'll mafrish chala to satisfy the requirement of that or that got mixed in with that dough that's pato. Okay? However, if not, motzi chala chat al hakol. Now, important what this means here is what you do, you need it now through thoroughly. And the big assumption here is that we hold yesh bila, meaning that any, if you take us, in other words, the any part you pull out, you, you assume everything was thoroughly mixed and the proportions of lao, this, the or and the dough, the patra and the chayib, those proportions were equal to the original proportions. So any sample is 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 is, um, is represented with the entire mass proportions. So you have to say that. So therefore, if that's the case, you can't just mafrish a small amount of challah or dough, I should say, as challah for this ore that was in. You have to mafrish for the entire dough now because we're relying on the principle of bila, that what you're taking is, a, is itself a mixture of the saor and the uh, and the patu dough. Again, because you have to matak in now the saor that fell in. Okay, fine. Kiyotsebo, you find the same thing as follows. Zeti masik shintavu im zeti nikov. Now, if you recall, zeti nikov is the olives that were left at the very end of the harvest and used to bang them down. We explained this a while back. And they're pato. So now we've got a mixture of pato and achayev together. Zeti masik, these are the ones that are usually used like the... Um, uh, it's, he, it, it, Rukhaim says, zeti masik shemoskin la'asmo. That's taken, they're taken as personal ones. Okay? Or invei batsir, Im inve ololot. Or inve batsir, inve batsir is normally harvested grapes at a chayven trumesamastrot. They get mixed up with inve ololot. If you recall, in ololot were the grapes bunches that were, um, didn't form so nicely, they didn't have the shoulders or the droopy part in the matter, not anim, that big enough for the pole. That's what we learned quite a while back now, actually. Um, and um, they're also part of a trumesamastrot. So what do you do? You've got a mixture of tevel and something that's part of so once again, if you have other table from elsewhere, you can mafrish for the part that's mixed in. Avada, that's the best thing to do. You you take only truma required for the table that's mixed in, that quantity. However, im love if not, motzi truma u trumat meiser lekol So to understand this, we explain as follows. Now it's important to understand what you do here is because you have to rely on some sort of bila mixture. Reb Chaim says what you do is actually you actually press that entire mixture, let's say it's grapes into wine. And then you can rely on Billa that everything's thoroughly mixed in, like we said before. And then when it comes to Truma and Truma Maiser, what do you do? Oh, that's fine. Well, you have to mafish a coal now. Because again, whatever you take out is going to, we have to assume is mixed in thoroughly and it's also going to mix between Tebel and Chulid. So therefore you have to take purport, like Truma proportional to the entire mixture. However, when it, that's for Truma and Truma Maiser, 
However, the shar ma'aseh ve ma'aseh that you do lefi cheshbon. Now, how does that work? The Fichashbon means only proportional to the tevel that was mixed in. So that is because our regular Chaim he says, since Maserishon is Mutalazarim, and Maserishon Nami, I've got a solution. I can simply Mechalal al Kesef, Ein Sarich Lahatzi Alakol. You don't have to Mafrish for the entire amount. Elacholi Krot Lahem Shem Bechol Makom Shehem. You can simply say Maserishon is wherever it is to the north, and and Maserishon is wherever it is to the south. Or then, then, then it's not a problem because you can redeem it, and then you, and then anything with the master, wherever the master chain is now mixed in, or the master rishon is mutar to azar. So you don't have to do proportionally the dynamics. So you can do. It. Wherever it is, you just say it is. But that you can't do for Truman Truman Meiser because you have to be able to extract it and pull it out because it's Aso to Azar. I'll just finish Rav Chaim. If you say all the Truma Gdola is wherever the table is, that's where it's Truma Gdola. You got a problem. You say, Kol you can let that be left with a situation in Manduma. You got Truma and Chulam mixing together. So that's why you have to mafrish proportionally the entire amount, take it out of this, using example, the wine. And then give it to the Kohen, right? Because it would really be a mixture of Truma, say Truma Gdola and Chulin, because we're assuming everything is thoroughly mixed through. Okay, let's continue. Let's say you take Saor from Isachitin and you place it now to in, in a dough of Orez, which is rice. Now we say, Now you might think this is very similar to before. We said if you make Isa wheat with Chitin or is together. Okay. We already said it's a pen of whether it's got Tam. So for this, I want to read Reb Chaim. He says, says, In other words, Like we said in the beginning, in other words, if you put this Saor of, um, of Chitin into this whole dough of, of Orez, then you have to mafrish proportional to the entire amount. Because again, we said this concept, like Yishamik says, it's nigra. It's almost like this rice turns into wheat, if you like. Uh, so why do you have to, what's the chiddush then? What's the, what are we learning new? You're taking so'or from something that's chayv b'chal. What's the chiddush then? Which is interesting. So what's the chiddush? I've taken so'or from something that's chayv b'chal. I mix it now in with rice. Now, if it doesn't have tam dagan, what do we say? The whole thing's patu mechala. Despite the fact that soor itself was chayi bechala that, that I put into it. So it must be that we're relying on some sort of, some sort of like a form of like bitul. Okay? So therefore, im ken lama amru hatevel oser kol shahu. Ah, but one second, it seems to be contradicting. Here, we would, we were depending on tam, whether it has tam or not, tam dagan or not, with orez and chitin. However, in the middle cases, it's not battle at all. I feel kosher. What's going on? So that's min bimino. If it's min bimino, like for like, like the isa that was that was tabula chal and isa wasn't, then it's uh, then we say it's not battle ever. It's it's I feel kosher would be us. However, when we when we when we um, look at tam, tam depends on when, when it's min b'shelo bimino. Okay, fine. Uh, so now let's just uh, start the Gemara a little bit and then we'll uh, and we'll stop. Okay, so the Gemara says, 
The Mishnah is not like the Rabbanan. Why? Because the Mishnah is like Shira Ben Gamliel, which we've also seen previously. The Rabban, the Rabban, Shimon, I can't say the word here. The Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Lolam Einu Chayevet Atshu Badagan Keshiur. Now, what's interesting, if you recall here, is why we explain the Mishnah is that if you take this, if you take some wheat and ores and mix it together, then we said that the the wheat is nigrar and the sorry the ores is nigrar almost becomes like wheat, and if together they're shiuchal, they have to have mafresh chala. Now we also said that actually said Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel was is that. That's, that can be true, but only if the wheat on its own is already shir chala. Okay, so our mission's not like Rabban Shema Ben Gamliel. Okay, because he says, yes, it would be nigrar, meaning if you had a shear of wheat and then add rice and it was nigrar, then you'd say, okay, if the mafrish with the whole mixture, but it has to be like the core heel, the, the core volume of wheat has to be a shir of chala in order for this, you know, to, to get to this to get going. Okay, that's a shear. Um, I know tomorrow is uh, Arab Yom Kippur, but I would like to. I th- it's a short shear. Is everyone okay with doing shear tomorrow? It, it's like a short duff. Yeah. I think it's born Arab Yom Kippur. We can learn together. Good. Okay. Mitzvah Shem. So, same time tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Um, it's a very short duff, and Mitzvah Shem, we should be able to do it. All right. Cool.